0: welcome to the Nourish Soul podcast, where we talk about all things body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Ritter. Oh, y'all, this one is so good. I absolutely love Jules. I don't even really know what she's talking about sometimes, but I can feel it. And I try to keep up, like, but you're trying, when you're trying to keep up from your mind, you're going to get a little bit lost. So just kind of relax if you can and just listen to the episode because we cover a lot and we're talking about levels of consciousness and where we're all headed and the magic that can exist in your everyday life. And it's really exciting. So even if you're not totally understanding everything that we're talking about, I hope that like me, when I first started listening to Jules, that you can feel it, you can feel that. And you're going to want to listen when we're talking about the bioquantum skincare and the products that Jules has created and offers, because that is a really, she has a cool offer for everybody. So listen to that point, and then you can get in and see what products resonate with you, if if at all. But that. That's something, that's where I'm going right now is to order some of these products because I'm so excited about them. So you can check that out. I'll have everything in the show notes about where to go to find Jules, where to get the products and the discount code. Okay, Jules, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to talk with you. Thank you, Kelly. and super excited
1: to see where this goes.
0: I am too, because you know, there's so many places it could go. So we'll see. But there are so many things that I want to ask you, but I want to start by saying, how in the world did you get here where you're in this world of raising vibration, raising consciousness, and it's really your goal, right, is to help everybody on the planet raise consciousness. Is that right? Is that, did I have that right?
1: Yes, I would say, and even st- taking a step further to yeah. raise consciousness as not a state of through the mind, but through the body. And so that our body actually holds consciousness so that it's ascending with us. If you want to say, instead of having just the experience consciously that we can have the experience of our body being in that state as well.
0: Ooh, I feel that. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, we take our body with us instead of just the mind going, the whole body goes. That's really cool. All right. So how did you get into this place of and having a school and having a bioquantum skincare line, everything.
1: I know it's been, you know, I would say like my whole life has been the journey, but as a young child, I, I I, was always kind of the weird one, right? But I didn't know I was weird until I was in middle school and I finally figured out that not everybody was what we would call awakened. It, that not everybody actually was conscious of what it was that they were choosing in the way they were behaving and all of those different things. And so that was like actually my first awakening. And it was kind of hard because I realized, wow, like these people are choosing things, but they're not even aware of what they're choosing. And so w- what actually happened is I realized that I couldn't be a victim because to have even just like, you can see that in the schools and stuff like the bullying is that it wasn't coming from a conscious place. And so it put me into this place of extreme responsibility. And at a young age, that was a lot to deal with. And then as I kind of continued to grow a little older, I I went into uh, being obsessed with psychedelics. And uh, so much so that I actually got kicked out of the house for being a wild child. It was my passion to master a state of consciousness. And that brought me to actually Actually, going into AA, because I was like, well, gosh, if I got kicked out of the house before I was even 17 years old for you know, being a wild child, there must be something wrong with me. And what I found out is that there was nothing wrong with me. And that was when I met my first teacher, which was an energy practitioner, you could say, and she started teaching me how to read energy. And from there, my journey just took off because it, I mean, you can kind of imagine, but that's been my path since I, oh, well, gosh, since I was 17.
0: Early on. Yeah. Well, what, but to find a teacher that mm-hmm. can help you channel all of that power in the right way so that you no longer feel like the weird one or the wild one or the whatever, but you actually can see the path that can it can be laid out for you where you can actually help the world help the planet help yourself help other people so that's pretty amazing that that happened young
1: Exactly. And it just seems like I've always kind of attracted the next. So I had her and then I went into a apprenticeship with a Lakota medicine woman for six years. And she's actually the one that taught me how to move psychedelics into frequency. So she started teaching me how to release CMT naturally. So, And I honored that for a really, really almost 30 years. I honored holding that space of releasing it naturally in order to achieve the state of consciousness that we're really all looking for. And recently, I just going to share this because I think it's super fascinating. I was invited into a sacred ceremony with psychedelics. And what I found Is that releasing it naturally and learning to hold that field consciously is actually at a higher frequency than what you can achieve through psychedelics. And so that's really where my passion is starting to shift is showing people how we can actually live a psychedelic life on
0: a daily basis. Right. Which is so cool. But naturally, like we don't have like and it's even more powerful if we do it, if we can hold that frequency so I have a lot of questions around that because I think that is so cool. Like I didn't even know DMT code, like the there, there was a frequency, which of course there's a frequency, there's a frequency to everything, but I didn't even think about the frequency because DMT, I'm going to butcher dimethyltryptane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, That was good. That was good. Close. DMT. So we, it's released when we're born and it's released when we die naturally, right? It's a chemical, but it holds a frequency that we can tap into now, like in our lives. Exactly. Yes. You know, so.
1: A friend of our family's passed away and it's been a little over a year now. And he actually, he came to me. I know. Yes. I talk to dead people. Like (laughs) let's just say what it is. And he came to me and that's what he wanted to show me is that, the looping cycle of life and death isn't the way that we're supposed to be experiencing our, our genius or our innate being and that it was connected to DMT. So when we're born that, that chemical is released in the body because right now we're experiencing the body in more of a dense form, but it's transcribing that frequency into our DNA. And now like, um, what's that guy, Greg Braden actually deciphered one of those codes and it said God code. So those are their actual codes that are in our DNA that we can turn on and then it releases that frequency of DMT. So what veil was his name? What he was showing me is that we can start to activate those codes as we're living. And then if we use our tool of consciousness to attune to that, that we can actually move the body into what's next. And that's what I'm really passionate about is what I call the quantum body, the advanced human. When we start to activate those, the other 90% of our potential. So whether you want to see that through the mind, I actually see it through the body. I see it in the DNA itself, because once we start to activate that other 90% and we're able to hold consciousness in it, that's the evolved human. And then we will start to break the looping cycle of age and disease, because when we start to vibrate in that frequency of 963. And it only makes sense if we're consistently activating that frequency within our body, we're eventually going to become that frequency.
0: Right. Which I, I know this is really, I don't know what we're going to call this, but I'm like reverse age. I'm in, (laughs) we're going to reverse disease too. Right. But to feel good, like there might be people like, why would I even care? Why do I want to raise my consciousness? Like, isn't that woo woo? Isn't that I'm talking about reverse aging, reverse disease in the body.
1: Absolutely. And you know what's really fun is that we are now like proving that activating this these DMT codes is what we call them yeah. is actually putting the body into a higher state or reversing aging. So we got this machine, it's called a neural tech. It's by brain tap. And you can actually measure what your body is, how what the biological age is, all the, these fun things, how open your chakras are, like wherever you are, fun. But it shows the brain waves. It shows everything that you would want to know. Your immune system, and then so we're doing before's, and I actually did this with my daughter who is 21 years old, almost 22, mm-hmm. and she did a before and after. So I had her do a DMT code with our. It's a copper scalar frequency card that you can just put in your wallet. And I had her do a minute of coding, which is super easy. She had no idea what she's doing. She's just doing what I told her to. And then we did it after. And she went up just her life force energy went up 60% after one minute of turning on those codes. And that's, I mean, that's huge. I mean, she's 20, 21.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and the potential, well, yeah, You, you and I both, we have. Mine's going to be 21 next week, my oldest. So I know it's so sweet. And I'm like, okay, Jules, we're all coming to your house. We're all (laughs) going to play with this device. But I also, you have these products. So I want to talk about the products because I went on and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. I know I need the cards because I need the cards because I'm really attracted to these cards. But You have all kinds of things, ways for people to get into this. So if people want to just do sort of surface, I just want to feel better. I don't even need to know why, whatever you want me to carry something or do something, whatever, put some stuff on my skin. I'll do that. But then you also have a school. So if people want to go deep and learn why this is happening and and figure out which i'm i'm sure most people i would think once you start raising your vibe, raising consciousness you're gonna want to know what's happening
1: i would say even to take it a step further what happens Mm -hmm. is when your frequency starts to raise and you get sensitized and you can tell that it raised right those subtle energies you start to attune to and then you know oh i'm at a higher frequency And, but a lot of times people will go to these higher frequencies, but then they can't hold, they can't hold hold
0: it. Mm They have
1: this like roller coaster thing because they're moving back into their programming and then their body's shifting them out of it. And you're going back and forth and you're like, oh, why can't I just live my life in this higher frequency? Well, that's what we teach you how to do, because there are actual tools that you can use to self actualize in those frequencies, because the place where people keep looping is that they're identified in their own programming. And so we teach you how to actually move your identity into a frequency where you're not repeating patterns. And it it sounds complicated, but it's actually not that hard once you know what to do. And then once you do it, it becomes a daily practice. and. It's so much fun because when you start to identify in something that isn't creating that self-sabotage and doubt and worry and all of those things that we're all trying to move away from, Mm
0: -hmm. life
1: gets really magical. And then when we get a little taste of what it can be like, we go full force because why would we want to go back?
0: (laughs) Right. I know. When you've tasted (laughs) magic, when you feel the magic, And I feel like I've been on this journey, this soul journey. Well, all of us have, right? I mean, for a very long time, but I, this feels very exciting to me. I mean, the reason I got into psychology in the first place was human potential. I wasn't interested in pathology. I had a hard time with the whole, you know, diagnosing and pathology orientation. I was much more interested in self-actualization and the potential and the magic of life. And yet we all, I can see that it's difficult for people to let go of some of the identities or titles or things that they think they need as life starts pulling you up and you're actually are learning to hold a higher vibration, like some shit's going to go. And, and when you cling, it hurts when it goes. And so I think it kind of could be scary for some people, like everybody's like, yes, I want to self actualize. Yes, I want that magic and the freedom, but it can actually be this interesting experience.
1: Agreed. And what you just described I feel as that's the one place that most people get stuck and they end up going back. Backwards. So what I love to say is get comfortable in the uncomfortable. Let that be your new identity, right? And if you are comfortable, you're probably not doing it right. I I mean, that was one thing I started teaching my kids at a really young age. Always push yourself to be uncomfortable because then you know you're outside of your programming and that you're pushing yourself. So let your body actually get used to feeling uncomfortable versus feeling comfortable because then you start to override those chemical responses of change because your body will start to release as you know all of that and but it will like it'll yeah. start to release these chemicals and then your mind comes in and wants to identify well why am I all of a sudden afraid and then you come up with all these stories about what it is that you're trying to change isn't going to work and then it's going to put you like on the street or you come up with the like worst case scenario that is just clearly not even probably true. And if it is, well, I don't know. Like for me, this is what I always do. not matter how big my dream is, Mm -hmm. I will always go to, okay, if the, if me following this dream, this dream puts me on the street or I'm living in the car, let's say, but I know that I chose it from a place of active, actively participating with that, frequency, or if you want to say source frequency, source intelligent, divine intelligence, your soul's calling, would I be okay with that? And the answer is I would, because if I am doing this from the right place, then when I'm on the street, I'm going to still be holding the field of that. Yes. That divine yes is what I call it. And that is the happiest place that I know. I don't care what I'm doing from there.
0: Right. Yeah, I know. It's such an interesting place to have that where that fear comes in, your mind starts trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. So it pulls you back down. But if you can actually stay there, and the uncomfortableness, I mean, it can get quite uncomfortable, I have to say, in my personal experience, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not working with the DMT frequency. But I'm, I just think that if people could take radical responsibility there and have a really full yes, like a yes that is actually from your soul. And I think sometimes it's discernment, right? Because sometimes it's a yes from your head or yes from the mind might not actually be a real yes from the heart. The heart is saying yes, but if the heart is saying yes, I've never, I've yet to see somebody end up on the streets from a heartfelt yes, right? Because that's just not the way it happens. But I have seen people that have really done a decline when they're trying to work from their mind and make sense of things from their mind. And that, that can get you in trouble. I,
1: I love that you went there because that's what we call. So we actually break it up into states of consciousness and how you hold consciousness in your body. Okay. So we the first three levels of consciousness are, of course, just being unconscious, the awakening. And then that third level is trying to make it happen. And that's when we're trying to create something through our own programming or from our filing cabinet of our minds, or even to take it a step further, it would be trying to create something through your emotion. And, you know, a lot of teachings out there are like, oh, I feel the emotion of it. But really, if you think about what emotion is, it's just another looping cycle of your mind. Because emotion is based as a chemical response of the body, in order for the chemical to be released, it has to be connected to a thought that matches that. So if we're still in that space where we're trying to make it happen from a thought then we're still creating from our programming. And so to really shift beyond that, we have to move out of that primal space or our programmed reality. And so then we, I call it the fourth level of consciousness and that's the ability to listen to the heart space or to listen to guidance outside of what you think or the filing cabinet. And so whether that's your high self, your the divine, whatever it is, that frequency is there for us to consciously move into. And when we start to live from that space, you really cannot fail because it's perfect. Mm-hmm. We just have to learn to use it.
0: Right, it's divine intelligence. So it's not, it's not like we're trying, yeah. So it's perfect. And then beyond that, the fifth level is, would be like our highest level of consciousness, right? It's like, what would do you, what do you call that again? So
1: the fifth level I call being the creator and the creation at the same time. So if you think about the fourth level, which would be connected to more of the quantum body experience, it's when we really are, we become the quantum field, right? And then mm-hmm. we're consciousness, conscious within that field. But we're still having the sensation of that listen and do. So there may be a small gap between the information and us hearing the information, but that's still the fourth level of consciousness. To move into the fifth level of consciousness is when we actually become the intelligence. That's There's exactly. no gap between consciousness and the intelligence. Wow. <laughs> Kind of blows your mind. But that's where we're all going, right? Like that's the advanced human.
0: Right. That's what I keep hearing. That's, you know, and it's what I also keep hearing is that some people won't go like that are are not going. And I don't know what you think about that.
1: You know, for me, everybody's going to have the experience of the shift from whatever level of consciousness they're in. And it doesn't mean they're going to be left behind. That just means that they're going to have the experience from the consciousness that they're in. And then the people that maybe are in the fifth level of consciousness, they're not going to be aware of the density of what is happening in that reality. Mm -hmm. You can imagine, like, let's say you hit 963, right? Mm -hmm. You're in that scalar frequency of 963. And then there's a lot of other people in the world that are maybe at like 20, well, your reality is never going to meet this reality. Those two frequencies are not even close enough to have an interaction with each other. So this reality may be still happening and it may seem like they got left behind because you don't see it,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you're still in the same space, if that makes sense.
0: That does make sense to me, actually. Yeah, in a strange way, because it's all <laughs> kind of mind blowing, but I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It's, it's not that it's not, I, I kind of like that too, right? I don't like, I'm the no one left behind girl. I'm like, we're not leaving Ohana, everybody's family. We're all going. But if you're, if you can't hold a certain frequency and I am holding that frequency, we aren't gonna, we're not gonna be on the same plane. I mean, we
1: could even be on the, what's the, like, it's actual. Physical. Oh, we could
0: be on the same plane, but we're just.
1: You're not gonna have the same experience, right? right. So it could be you both are having you're in the same space you're seeing the same thing but you're going to have completely different experiences and so much so that you may not even you may see that person but you wouldn't even see what it is but what i love about that is that when we take responsibility in holding our higher frequency yeah. we're organically raising the frequency of the people around us So that's why nobody will ever get left behind because the more people that start attuning to these higher frequencies, the more the frequency of the environment of the planet is going to shift and we attune to frequency. That's part of what it is to be a frequency being is you're always attuning to the frequencies around you. Well, when 963 becomes the norm, well, everyone will eventually move into that frequency.
0: Which is really as a mom, that's really important to me. So if, you know, because my kids are, they just think I'm the strangest, wackiest <laughs> human on the planet um, with all my, what does my older son say? All your Buddhist woo-woo stuff or something. It's just very funny. Um, Hippie Buddhist stuff. And I, like, you know, really, I'm not even talking about Buddhist or hippie anything. I'm just talking about frequencies, which is somehow really hard for people to wrap their brain around. But like you and I have talked about the last time we talked, like people can feel it, you can feel it. And when you're like, okay, I wanna feel magic. And I know that there might there might be some, some part of that that will be at least interesting, if not hard, but I wanna live in the magic. I wanna live at that frequency. So the radical responsibility, I think talking about responsibility, I mean, you learned that in middle school like I cannot be the victim here because they're not even conscious of what they're doing. And so I think that's an important piece that we can maybe unpack a little bit. And then just how your daily life looks when you live at higher frequencies.
1: I would say let's go to that first place. Yeah. Uh, because there's going to, I mean, we are in a programmed reality. We're in the illusion of what's been agreed upon right and right there is our very first responsibility is that we know and are aware that what we're experiencing isn't real and that the only thing that actually is real is that intelligence that we're talking about that source frequency and if we can make that our focus then this is what, that I call it gamifying reality. And this is how I live my life. So there's me. And then because I'm not in the fifth level of consciousness where I've moved beyond observation, I'm using observation as my ascension tool. So whatever it is that I see, I will look at it in the frequency of where I am seeing it from. But then I always know that that's the illusion, right? So then I shift and I'll be like, okay, well, show me what this really is. And then my consciousness is moving from what I'm seeing into what, into that intelligence. And I'm seeing it from a higher space. And this is my daily life all day long. Like it's not just when I get triggered or when it's this, it's everything is that way. And so all of a sudden you start seeing life from here and you're, it's almost like you're looking down. So it's the difference, the way you can experience is that most people live their lives as an actor in a movie, and they don't know they're in the movie.
0: Right, well, yes, yes. We don't even know the script, we're just- They don't have any idea. They're the Truman Show and they're Jim Carrey, right? (laughs) Truly, yeah, I had a dream where this was, yeah, shown to me, so yes, exactly. I
1: love that, I love that. And then the next step would be like, oh, I'm an actor, but I'm gonna participate in this, but I still am being directed. right? So I still don't really have choice here. Then you go to, okay, not only am I an actor, but I'm also the director, right? And now I have a little bit more, that would be like that third level of consciousness I was talking about, right? But then we have the ability to be like, okay, not only am I not the actor, not only am I not the director, but I am just watching it. I'm just watching it. And I'm actually in that It's kind of fun because no, this is going to sound a little crazy, but the longer that you're there, the, the more you realize I, all I'm doing is consciously following that intelligence, that frequency. And every time that I think that I have control or I have even a choice, which I know sounds super random, that choice is being made. After the frequency of the intelligence has already created what you're actually choosing, and so the illusion that we have all this responsibility and that doubt it all goes away because we all I have to do is just keep following this the frequency and what it's saying.
0: Ah, uh, now that's cool <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. And so, you know, I'm still gonna like press you a little more on your everyday life. Like the dishes still have to get done, right? Like. The, the dog poop has to get scooped. I mean, like, <laughs> these things have to happen still.
1: Yeah. I love that you said that. So what I love to do is make everything my practice. Mm-hmm. So when I am washing the dishes, I ask to have the experience of what is it to wash the dishes in my quantum body or that fourth level of consciousness through the body. Because I do feel like, yes, everything that we've talked about so Far Pretty much has been through consciousness, but my passion is to actually bring it into the body. And so when I'm washing the dishes, I'm like, what is that experience like if I am to put my consciousness into the quantum body versus my physical body? does the water feel different? Does the dust, do I do it from a different space? What is different here? And then I I actively participate in what the shift is. And then I'll move back into my physical body and then I'll push myself back into my quantum body. And I actually teach people how to do this because when you're in the quantum body, all of that place of wanting to resist something or that you're kind of like, I mean, it's not, I would say what it would be is like up-leveling even mindfulness, right? Because you're actually having it from a different state of being in your body, not just your mind.
0: Right. Which is amazing and sounds, um, it sounds complicated, but I know that it's simple. Mm -hmm. It's actually super, super simple. It's just getting to a different place. So I love that you've got, you're teaching people how to do that but you also have products. I think we got to talk about the products because that's really exciting.
1: And that is, so all of our products, we have a skincare line because a big part of our passion is to teach people to live beyond the timeline of aging, that you're actually living in a space where your body is held in a field where you're not creating timelines. And And as complicated as that might sound, that is where we're all moving into. That is that fourth level of consciousness because we're no longer identifying in those programs what are which are connected to form which are creating the reality of the looping cycle of the body so the products are holding that field of 963 So when you're absorbing the the skincare products, it actually has a technology that's working with the cells to activate that frequency on a cellular level. So all of a sudden your body becomes the field that you're wanting to become, not just doing it through the mind, you're doing it on the cell with through the cells. So that's our whole skincare line. And then what's fun about frequency is that because your frequency right now is not 963, mm-hmm. introducing that frequency into your energy field every 12 hours is gonna consistently have your body working to move into that frequency. Just like what we were talking about, if people were here or here, eventually the more people that are here, the you're all gonna end up there eventually. Same mm-hmm. idea with the product. So when you're adding it on a daily basis, you're constantly attuning your cells to hold the frequency of 963 through the skincare so that's one of our products that we have and then we have the ormus activator and we could go into what ormus is here if you want to yeah because i'm a little like what is this ormus stuff it's like kind of our superstar product too um but then just because we are talking about dmt and just a lot of times people want to have just a tool of what you know i'm out and about and i just I, this guy just triggered me at the store or I'm whatever it is. Like my kids are in the car and they're driving me crazy, whatever it is. But we have like the, we call it the quick fix. So this is our, the scalar, for those of you that are on YouTube, this is the scalar card and it has all of the DMT codes on it and on the back. So each one of these has a number connected to it. And then on the other side, we have how to code yourself. And it takes a minute. This is what my daughter did. And she shifted her life force energy from 40. It was like, I think it was at like 43 and it went up to like 93 after a minute of doing this. So it's a scalar frequency card and you can activate, like you can tap it on your water and you can charge your water with it. So you can do a lot of fun things. If you're at a restaurant and you're like, oh, like what is in this water? You can actually structure your water. So there's fun things that you can do with that. And that we're actually doing, there'll be like recordings and that sort of stuff on our YouTube channel of just sh- like showing you different things. So you How can do. do it. Okay. You can do it to reverse aging and all these fun things. Because again, it's just uh, with the way you can see the DMT codes, it's like, okay, so there's the frequency of source or that 963, but then we may want to have a specific experience within that frequency so if it's anti-aging then we're gonna not just have the whole frequency of everything that's in that frequency we want just anti-aging so it's kind of like googling exactly the information that you want from that field and then you you just use that one part of that frequency if that makes sense
0: yeah it does that's cool like yeah you're you're just honing in on the parts that you want to have that experience, which is really amazing. Yeah. So that is really cool. The products, I mean, so we can go into Ormus because I looked and I was like, well, I don't even know where to start, but I'm going to talk to Jules in a few days and then I'll just decide like, where do you start? What's a good place to, to get started?
1: So really it's what you're passionate about, right? That's why we have, we have the products and we have this, like, I will say the skincare line itself, it is a med science line. Like we actually work with people that are scientists of the skin and we really got the formulas to a place where they're truly biohacking on a cellular level to reverse aging just in normal day life right like we don't have to take it quantum here and then we add the quantum technology on top of that so that you're actually working both on the physical and the quantum level at the same time so that your body is starting to hold that no space no time kind of space that's why we call it living outside the the timeline of aging and Mm -hmm. then your skin starts to do that so That's where if that's like, oh my gosh, I want that because it is next level skincare, we call it conscious living skincare. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you know that all the rest of everything that we just talked about is happening through just absorbing something you would be using anyways. But it's also some of the best skincare that you can get. Like we actually have it formulated in Canada because there they actually monitor how what's considered medical grade and what's not the FDA actually has to approve it for it to be sent out. So we know it's top notch skincare and it is from my experience. Mm -hmm. So with that, there's all of that. Then we have the Ormus activator. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like the Ormus is something that Honestly, I have to say, I am super shocked that it isn't a word that everybody's talking about. But eventually, I think it it will. It will
0: be. I mean, I mean, it's coming. I can feel it coming. So yeah,
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, ormus has been around since the Egyptian ages, probably even before that, right? Right. I mean, as far back as you can say, it was in the Bible. In the Bible, they call it mana, and it's. They call it food of the gods or uh, it, it's it's a substance or it's an element you could maybe say that is in a spin state. So it's in a monoatomic state and what they're finding because it is an element that's really hard to study because it's it's in that spin state, it's always moving. So it's when we look at an element under a microscope, normally it stays there and they're like, oh yeah, that's copper and it has... This, this is the atomic whatever, right? Well, this, because it's always spinning, that's why they call it monoatomic and it's in a spin state. It's hard to tell what it is. And uh, I think his name was Dr. Or no, it wasn't he? David Hudson, I think is his name. He's the one that kind of rediscovered it. And he actually sent it to Russia because he couldn't find anybody in the United States to study it because it was too hard. He spent millions of dollars trying to figure out what the substance was and it's hard to study, but what they could study is what it's doing. So some of the things it's doing is it's extending telomere length.
0: Ah, telomeres.
1: Yes, the, <laughs> so it's extending the telomere length, which is definitely connected to how long you're going to live. Uh-huh. And it's activating uh, that those dormant DNA codes. It's activating higher consciousness. It's um, so it's awakening the brain. So you can actually study the brain now when you're meditating it's activating those parts of the brain. Well, when you do Ormus, it's doing the same thing. It's activating that same sort of meditative space. So it's activating higher consciousness. It's doing things like rapid healing. We just did a fun testimonial from Dave Asprey of those that may know who he is. He healed a spider bite just by applying the Ormus on it. It went away and like like, I think he said it was like a day or two. It went away and it was like a poisonous spider. So that was fun. So things like
0: that. Right. And so that is in some formula that you put on you.
1: Yes. So it's the, or the one that we're using, it's called the Scalar 33 Ormus Activator. And you can put it on places that need healing but if you're looking at just
0: I'm like right here on the neck right?
1: <laughs> right like you want to look uh, 10 years younger yes you just apply it like you would a toner or you can put it right into your serums and be doing it twice a day because it is also frequency based
0: wow i mean that's pretty cool so and i think you have a special offer for people that we can tell people to, if you want to do that now, or if we want to save yeah. that for the end, whatever you want to do. Yeah.
1: Well, I think since we're talking about the product, yes. So it's yeah. live beautiful 33. So just live beautiful. All one word 33. will give you 33% off all the collections,
0: which is awesome. Yay. So now yeah. I can go get all of the stuff that I <laughs> was looking at. And I was like, Oh, I just don't know. So, I mean, that stuff, it's just really cool that you have been able to do this. So, you're teaching people, you're helping people. You also just have an ability to help people. But then you also have products for people that are, you know, just interested in doing that. There's a lot of ways to help people.
1: Absolutely. And that's what, you know, really what it all comes down to is we're a delivery system. How you want to, we're offering a delivery system to move into that frequency, right. To a higher frequency, a higher frequency life that you actually can start to experience life and beyond, right. That potential that you are so passionate about bringing it to people's lives
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we're doing it through a frequency. And whether you do that through a frequency of a product or you do it through attuning to the frequency by learning, how mm-hmm. to hold consciousness there, it's what lights you up. There's no wrong or right way. It's it's just what you're passionate about.
0: Right, right. And I'm just imagining people that are really suffering. Like I would imagine that you're getting excited right now because if they are listening to this, that it's meant for you. So if you're here, you're listening or you're watching on YouTube, it was meant for you. So this means you, whoever you are can experience higher, higher frequencies and a different place than you're in. I just always feel like this, the role of suffering and evil, like I, I just don't get the role of that in our world and the people who are in deep suffering.
1: It doesn't have to be that way. And Mm -hmm. not only does it not have to be that way, but it doesn't have to be hard for it not to be that way. I right. think so many people have this thing as like, oh, well, if I if I'm gonna go on this journey, then my life's gonna fall apart and I'm gonna suffer. And you know, they talk about I mean go to YouTube and you'll see ascension symptoms, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that's not real, but yeah. I am saying that more and more we're as like I I'm gonna say a higher level collective mm-hmm. are proving that it doesn't have to be hard. And that as long as we are continuing to commit to that frequency and what it's saying, and that becomes our focus instead of, oh, well, I have to go into my past and look at all of these emotions. Like, those days are over. It doesn't mean that we ignore them. But mm-hmm. what we are doing is that we're focusing on what we're becoming. And I have this, this is more on the teaching level, but I do feel like it's important to say, okay. I have been doing this since I was 17. So let's just say I've been doing it for over 30 years. And I have never one time ever in that 30 years seen somebody heal because they found out why they are the way they are. It's never happened. Right. It's never happened. And that's what our ego wants to keep searching. Well, why is this happening? Why am I feeling this? And why am I this? And it's like, how about instead of why, it's what am I becoming instead?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That
1: would be the question we're asking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which of course, like all of my training, I'm thinking about like all the years of training. I've always been the odd one out, right? I've always been the one. But yeah, but I don't think that's what we think it is. Like all of the different diagnoses and the things that I'm like, I don't really think that's what we think it is. But you can call it whatever you want. But I do feel I still feel like feelings and emotions have a role to play. Do you feel like they do in this higher level? I feel or- like that they
1: have to show us as information.
0: Yes. Yeah. So um, emotion
1: chemical. is a is a chemical response that the body is releasing, but it, so we can either meet it in the chemical and then go through our programming and have that experience, or we can say, "Oh wow, my body just released a chemical, which we're calling an emotion, and what is it showing me? What that's where the what comes in, right?" Well, what is it showing me? Okay, now that I see what it's showing me, what am I going to become?
0: What am I going to become from this? And like, how do I use it? So I'm really into using it as mm-hmm. information to help steer you. And when it comes up, instead of shoving it down or trying to understand it or whatever, just to just notice that it's there and it's just information. But I think of it as actually electrical more than even chemical. So like what I would call like a step above chemical or step below, depends on where you're, how you're looking at that, I'm not sure. But like it's an electro, it's a frequency
1: too. I feel like it's a frequency if you can keep it in information. Yeah. Because if it's coming through the programming, that's the primal body. When we start to move it into frequency is when we're actually seeing it more Through the intelligence, right? It's that one to the two to the three. It's like, okay, I see it, but what is it really? Once we move here, we're in frequency because we're not identifying through a program We're we're actually seeing it as information. Those are two different experiences for sure.
0: That's true. So I was just thinking about grief and like some of the, you know, some of my clients that have lost a child, or some like deep, serious, it's really, I mean, they're amazing people doing amazing things. And it's just really the hardest experience I can ever think of would be to lose a child. And so I'm just thinking about them as we're talking about this. I'm keeping in mind that it might be challenging for people to say, but I'm so full of grief in my heart. Like, how do I move to that just being information?
1: I would, so you're not, I can say the first thing is that you're not going to move there if you're asking that question and you're trying to find the answer through your programming. Right. Never happen, right? It's trying to forgive something that's unforgivable from Mm -hmm. your own programming. And what I mean by that is that your mind is trying to forgive something. If your mind is trying to deal with the grief, then you then it's not going to happen from that place right and I think this is the opportunity Mm -hmm. to know okay this horrible thing happened and I can have this experience from not only my own programming but the programming of society right right I can choose to have that and that's a choice and there's no right or wrong about that. And I'm not trying to diminish how much pain is in that. Like, I mean, I, I can't imagine either. Right. Mm -hmm. But I have lost people that I'm really, really close to that are soul family. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm just going to go from my experience from there is like, okay, I can have this experience through my human programming Or I can choose to see what it is beyond this because I know that that's just as real as what I'm experiencing right now. So what is my choice? And that's when I say, okay, I want to experience what death is through the intelligence of that frequency. Show me what that is. And then my experience, I mean, even me just saying that, you can feel the frequency get higher, right? You can feel... Oh, okay. Well, what is it? What is it from here? And all of a sudden, you start to attune to what it is, and you start to see what it is from a different space. And for me, what that's done from the people that I've lost is that I actually continue to have a relationship with them, and they beyond that illusion and like going to. Well, I talk to dead people. Well, it's because I choose to have that experience from a different space there's a lot, we could go into this and we could go on and on and on about it. But I feel like it's the the invitation here is to go back to that place of of what is illusion and what is real. And am I gonna be the actor that doesn't know it's in a movie? Am I gonna be this? Am I gonna be this and this? Like where in this experience do I wanna have this experience? And once that choice is made, Mm you are opening yourself up to a perspective of being outside of all of it. And you're being invited into what's actually possible.
0: Right. So what am I becoming? Cause I'm thinking, yeah. So of course I'm like, that makes sense to me. And I'm just thinking for my own life. Sometimes I I talk to dead people too. see on this show, that's not a big deal. We're talking (laughs) about the nourished soul. So yeah, that's, you know, sometimes they talk to me. That's, I, I'm not even asking, <laughs> they just come and you're like, okay, thanks for the message. Won't be telling many people about this, but I think having an experience where you're like being a mother with a child that's struggling to me is harder, than not harder than death, but like I, I can see that having an experience that continues, that death is not the end. It's just energy. So you're just dropping the human form, this body. But having a kid that's struggling here in my personal experience has been really challenging. So to to constantly just keep putting myself in that, like, who, what am I becoming to see that not as this reality that it appears to be, but it's just an illusion. And I'm telling you, that is a practice every single day that I cannot say is super easy for me, even though I've been really working at that space for a bit.
1: I I understand being a mom myself, you know what I I, I found was m- where I found the most freedom in that
0: yeah. was
1: I always chose to not meet them where they were. So that one place is like they're coming from the place of suffering. I see their suffering. And then I would move here and I would say, well, show me what this really is. And I would see Not just myself there, but I would see them there. And then I would started like having the experience of what they were having from up here. And organically, it just seemed to be because they're younger and they're both of our kids are not even 25. Right. So their brains aren't even fully developed yet. They just organically would start to see it from there too, just by me holding a reflection of what was possible. I didn't have to say anything, I didn't have to do anything, but what I didn't do is agree to what they're suffering. That's what was possible.
0: Right. And that is really powerful. That's the same thing that happens in really good therapy, in mm. my opinion, is like when you can hold a vision of a of something for someone that they can't hold for themselves. I could get into like some of the research I've done on that too, which was really, it's really amazing. And you don't have to say anything. You're just holding a vision for them until they can get there and then they get there. Right. So that's cool. And I, I feel that I'm hoping other people are feeling that I, I think this is just really refreshing and hopeful in general. And so I'm, I'm hoping that's what's translating for people and for you. So Jules, what else nourishes your soul? Mm, I love that. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Like, honestly, everything I don't even know. It's just like, just like I have my daughter's little kitty next to me and just having her presence here is just Everything is magical in my life. I don't know how else to say it. And I, yes, I had to practice to get here, but everything is, is I call it the miracle pattern. So what nourishes my soul is wherever I'm putting my attention, right? Because whatever wherever I'm putting my attention is the opportunity to see beyond what is there. And I live, I truly live my life that way. So I and you know, right now my passion is to find a way to communicate to on a more of a collective level, what's possible and, and that's not easy, you know, Mm -hmm. because people are threatened by something they can't see and they want it this and they want this and they want it proven. And, and, but I think if you just go, and I'm not saying that's where everybody is on this show, but if we just step back and we're like, oh, okay. Okay. What that question I say to myself every single day, okay, I see that it's this or, oh, I think it's this or, oh, I've self-actualized here, but I know that's not what it really is. That keeps me from identifying in anything and always evolving into my next that nourishes my soul.
0: That's really cool. (laughs) I, yeah. I was just it just made me think of you know how mean people can be on the internet. So yes, on this show we usually get really nice people and nice comments, but we always there are on YouTube, in YouTube land, where people have these very interesting comments where you're just like you really felt it necessary to you know throw that out there. Okay,
1: I but deal- there's just like I call them. Well, I mean, think it, they call them trolls, right? And it's, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's something that, that we all in this moment, let's just send them all love, right? Because it's just, they're yeah. scared. Yes. And that it's just, we can just send them grace and love. I think the best thing to do is just keeping us, keep living our lives and own it. Like that's what I'm going to say right now. If you need permission to be a little woo, even though I feel like that's not what we're experiencing now, I think of anything, this experience of the nurse souls are showing what's more real than the illusion itself. Uh, all I'm going to say is own that girls. I mean, really like men, if you're listening to this own it because we need people to be what can't be seen. I mean, are we done looking at what's not worked so far Is like, can we please move on?
0: (laughs) Right. I agree (laughs) completely. Yeah. And I can bring, I, I mean, really, I get my feelings hurt sometimes with some of the comments, but as soon as that's done, like as quickly as I'm like, okay, like, how sad is that? Yeah. So to send somebody love that they're scared or they don't understand, or they feel like they have to say something mean is like, okay, like uh, that's the level of consciousness from, you know, that's from where they can see. And if that's where you are, it's just like the bullies in middle school. Like, it's just, they're not conscious.
1: <laughs> you just go back to that place of that radical responsibility is like, you know what? my responsibility is saying yes to that guidance no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. And I mean, like, look, look at all of the geniuses in our, like we have proven, like how many people were literally genius that got made fun of, that said they were stupid, that said they were crazy and their genius is still holding true to this day. Be that person.
0: Yeah, I agree you, Jewel. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited to, I'm going to go order some products and I'm really excited to, and I know you're in Colorado, but yes. I don't know if you're anywhere. I go to Boulder just to visit the kiddo. So if you're yeah. anywhere near Boulder, we'll have to connect.
1: I'd love to. I'd love to. I'm not far from there at all.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be really fun. Well, thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Is there any other final, is there anything we missed?
1: Oh my gosh, we did. I feel like we were all over the place. So I hope everybody could follow us, but if anything, just open, you know, I hope it opened your heart a little bit, or maybe has you questioning something in your life of, Oh, maybe I need to look at this from a different place. Even if that's all you're walking away from is a little shift of perspective or Maybe even the question of where does my perspective need to shift? I feel like this was a successful conversation because if we're all living our life from that that place, we truly are going to change the world. And if you're listening to this show, you're a way shower, you're a change maker. And sometimes we just need to reconnect to others that are on the path to remind ourselves just how powerful we
0: are. So thank you for listening. Yes. Yes. Thank you everyone for being here. Thank you, Jules. I loved it. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you would like more content, you could head over to my YouTube channel, Dr. Kelly Ritter, and there's lots of free content, lots of free videos there. There's also free information on my website if you haven't checked that out at nourish-soul.com. And if you're ready to take your health to the next level, I would love to have you in one of my classes or I'd be happy to work with you one-on-one in consultation. You can find all that information on the website as well.